of 99 Questions. My name is Bob Buell. This is an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. Uh, and joining me this week is the wonderful Beth May. Beth, how are you today? Hello, I'm good. Um, interesting questions for interesting people. That's a lot to live up to. It certainly is. I bet I'm like <laughs> your fourth guest to make that like intro joke too. Like, oh, I don't know if I'm interesting. Um, I really don't know, though. So, yeah, excited to be here. Awesome. I'm very glad to have you. Um, you actually came requested from my listeners, which is super cool. Who? <laughs> I don't know who thinks I'm interesting enough, but um, wow, what an honor. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thank you so much for doing this. But uh, hey, before we dive into the questions... We Sorry, my cat has just jumped up on my desk when I'm trying to <laughs> oh, get no. her off. Teddy. That's Teddy for you, you know? <laughs> Cats. <laughs> well, this is going to be a pain. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so, so tempted to leave this in because I love this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, if it didn't happen all the time, it would be really funny. But um, Fair. Here, I'm going to try to let her out and see if she'll leave. Sorry about this. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> leave it all in. Blank dead space. Just do it. <laughs> Getting up, opening the door. This is all staying in. I can't edit this out now. This is too good. Well, Bob, now that it's just us, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep going. Perfect. Perfect intro. Uh, yeah. Uh, there are a couple ground rules just to set the stage for all the questions here. Uh, question one, there has to be a cat in the room as we ask the question. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> it's a bad ground rule number one. No, no, no. Ground rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question. If a yes or a no suffices, give me a yes or no. If a short story about you helps us get a better answer, I want to hear that short story. Uh, ground rule number two, there's nothing crazy in here. There's nothing controversial. There's nothing political. That's not what this Damn. is about. I but wanted it... to get canceled. I want like <laughs> like 99 cancel-worthy questions. <laughs> There's plenty of room to get canceled. Oh, Don't yeah. you worry. Plenty of leeway here. <laughs> <laughs> but if any of these you want to pass on, we can pass. No worries. Okay, fabulous. And then ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions some of these aren't questions some of these are prompts some of these might be just words that i put a question mark at the end of <laughs> so let's not take it too literally okay uh, but the but the uh first of those non questions are you ready yes Okay, but really quick, Bob, I want to give you a compliment. Oh you my have gosh. such a like you have such a podcast voice. I never thought about this thing, you know, before I was on a podcast, but cuz I feel like I really don't meet a lot of people in real life where I'm like, dude, your voice it's a podcast voice. And I don't know how people would take that as a compliment or whatever, but as a compliment, Bob, great podcast voice. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm humbled and in awe. Thank you so much. That uh, that's awesome. <laughs> 
All yeah. right, that's my time, guys. Thanks so much. All right, <laughs> everybody, Beth made. You have anything to plug? Anything at all? <laughs> all right. Question number one: What's the perfect breakfast? Waffles, definitely. Any mm. sort of any sort of griddle material um, that I can put syrup on. Mm-hmm. Big waffle pancake, French toast fan. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, question two: Who's the coolest dude? The coolest dude. I feel like you came right off the bat with a toughie. Yeah. Um, we, this is hardball okay. right now. We're... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my my friend Caitlin has this cat named Jim, and he's like this orange tabby, and he's just he's the coolest dude. <laughs> he's just like super chill, and you feel like you feel like you could do like a crime in front of him, and he like wouldn't narc on you. But you also feel like, um, you know, if you were having a bad day, he'd be there for you. So just like an all. All around cool dude wow. of a cat. I, Shout I'm out liking, to Jim. I'm liking Jim's vibe right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to Teddy, my cat, who's just got the worst <laughs> vibe ever. <laughs> and I think it also maintains the record that uh, coolest dudes have been won more often by animals than they have. Have they? Any human oh, man. Beings. <laughs> Which I yeah, love that's that actually theme. my biggest fear coming in is that I'll I'll say something that I'm like, this is the most original answer to this question, and, and then you'll be like, well, secretly every single person has answered that. <laughs> There's only like two questions that that happens on, and I okay, like you'll have you'll have to let me know after the fact. Okay, or, yeah, okay, that's fair. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> there was one uh, I did like back to back recordings on back to back days. And there was a question in here, we'll get to it shortly, about like a, a song that you really love and like really moves you. And they both gave the exact same answer. Wow. And it just really kind of blew my mind because I never had heard of that song until the first interview. And then the very next day I heard the same song again. I'm like, what am I missing out on? This is That's clearly beautiful. so impactful. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, question three, steak, chicken, or fish? I think if 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 it's fancy fish and if it's cheap chicken, <laughs> I think that's my go-to. Okay. <laughs> fancy fish fan, I see. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, cheap cheap fish. I guess like fish and chips are great, but I I would feel. Yeah, I mean, if I'm like at a fancy restaurant or something, I'll get a salmon. I'll live a little bit. There you go. I like it. But I also love chicken nuggets tough to resist i've i've gotten in the habit well before uh the world shut down if you're going to like a party just bring like 40 chicken nuggets everyone will love you my go-to <laughs> is i bring oatmeal cream pies to parties oh that's yeah. so good i know yeah. yeah i might steal that actually that's pretty good <laughs> uh question four what's the best gift you've ever gotten Ooh. Um, I'm actually one of those people who's like, whatever the most recent gift I've gotten is like, this is the best thing I've ever gotten. I, uh, like, I, I love like funny, stupid, uh, gifts. Um, oh, just because I'm sitting next to it. Um, my, my high school English teacher, Mrs. Ean, when I graduated, um, or when I, 
maybe when I graduated from college, I don't know. We were like super tight. She was awesome. Um, oh, nice. She was also a cool dude. Um, <laughs> she gave me this uh, this book by Harold Bloom, Shakespeare, The Invention of the Human. And I, it was like such a great honor that she would think that I was smart enough to read that book. And it's also just like an awesome, incredible book. And I'm a huge uh Shakespeare fans so it, it meant a lot to me although oh. you know seriously every gift I've ever gotten I'm like this is it this is the best thing <laughs> it's like that goldfish mentality where it's like <laughs> absolutely this, this is the best <laughs> <laughs> uh question five what's the best gift you've ever given Ooh, okay I hate to flex but I'm a super good gift giver I think maybe and recently this is a little bit of a story but um so my roomies and I love this reality show called Married at First Sight. And, okay. um, and yeah, we're just obsessed with it. And I also have the app Cameo, and um, which is like you pay celebrities to like send messages to you or whatever. I, I had only just heard of it. And my roommate David and I specifically, I'm not going to say who it was because oh, basically boy. like there's a guy in this one season total douchebag i don't know if i can cuss but i'm gonna say it anyway it's like total douchebag um real like gaslighter real like smarmy dude that we both hated but we both like he was he was also like love to hate sort of guy um and i found out that he has a cameo (laughs) and so like david has a really weird sense of humor and he it's like really dark it's it's very adjacent to mine and so i devised this plan to get a cameo for him that was weird enough to make David laugh really hard, but not so weird as to set this guy, to make this guy know that we were, like, not fans of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, he got paid, fuck it. Like, you know, we're supporting him. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I, I wrote in and said that my, that David was my 10-year-old nephew <laughs> that it, <laughs> that it, uh, that it just had hip surgery and then <laughs> that sorry this is not even funny but uh my 10 year old nephew who had just had hip surgery and that we were watching married at first sight while he recovered and that he loved this character's or this person's hair and so like i'm oh like this guy God. might not do it because <laughs> i um i threw in like some other weird details that i was like ooh he might know that we're doing this but he didn't he sent it in and it was hysterical and like i know this all makes me sound like the worst person but just like watching that guy and watching david's face while seeing that guy like hey david your aunt beth like sends you a lot of love and i was just like dying um made me really happy to give that gift so yeah yes that that is absolutely great Yeah, if if people don't know about Cameo, just take a look. I'm not. This isn't a sponsorship, but <laughs> you can go on there and find some pretty obscure celebrities who will send you a video message for pretty cheap, and it's a very funny yes. gift idea. I kind of wonder, like, what's the what's the lowest level of celebrity you can be <laughs> to get on Cameo? Because I feel like I could do some pretty funny cameos, but I don't think they'd let me. <laughs> they'd let me on there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's a magical place over there. Uh, question number six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Um, Lots of stuff. I wanted to be 
a zookeeper for a while. And then I also wanted to be a spy, which I guess uh, wasn't a great thing to say that you wanted to. You know, you're kind of like giving the game away if you're like six and you're like, I want to be a spy. Um, (laughs) The trick is I actually am a spy and that's how I've... uh, that's how I've kept the cover all these years. <laughs> um, yeah, but zookeeper or spy or actor. But uh, yeah. Well, actor would be your cover. And then under the cover of darkness, you can go and take care of animals at no, the zoo. I no, like, I like the zookeeper <laughs> spy element. <laughs> like a zebra like unhinges their head and there's a machine gun in there. Exactly. And you just like <laughs> yes. head out on the road. I wouldn't be a violent spy. I would be like a cool like gathering intelligence. I just love gossip. <laughs> To be a fly on the wall for different countries and different people gossiping about each other um, about serious stuff would love that. Based on a love of gossip, you entered the spy rings. (laughs) I'm the nosiest person ever. I would love to just (laughs) watch people. But, you know, Uh, for justice. I want to see this movie. I would would read this script. Um, Question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat up in a fight? <laughs> Getting down to it real quick. <laughs> um uh <laughs> Well god, like the things that I'm thinking of that I could probably beat up are like the things that I'd be most sad to see a person beat up. Oh, so it's no. like I'm like, what's the most docile animal that I could just beat the shit? Yeah, like you nobody wants to see somebody like beat up a deer. <laughs> I don't think I could beat up a deer. Um I could beat up a baby deer. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just slowly putting on boxing yes. gloves as you enter a forest. Ready to take <laughs> on the world. Okay. Uh, question eight. Who's someone you look up to? So many people. Let's see. I, I really look up to my mom and um, my best friend from high school's dad is like sort of like my second dad um he's he's like always been um he's always been there for me always been very like openly saying that he's proud of me which has meant a lot and um and then you know in terms of people that I admire and want to be more like I'm like honestly I'm just surrounded by so many incredible friends like I love my friends so much they're like way more than family to me and they're always um no matter what you know awful shit that they're going through they're just always handling it with much more grace dignity and love than i would ever do it so i'm always really looking to them and being like beth why aren't you better (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet yes uh question nine what's the first album you bought with your own money survivor destiny's child i'm pretty sure it's a good one that's a good one yes on CD, I assume? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm trying to think. Like, it was like 2001, I think. Yeah. I don't... Seems about you know, right. No, back then. <laughs> back uh, in the day. Yeah. As they say, the day. Uh, <laughs> question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've never done karaoke. Really? I, I, I think it would be so fun. I just have never... Um, well, like... Up until recently, I'd never gotten invited. And then when I started getting invited sporadically, I could never make it for whatever reason. I'm also, uh, important detail is that I'm not a great singer. I have um, like a free note. Does it matter karaoke? <laughs> yeah, I would have a good time. Um, 
let me think. The only songs that are like remotely in my range are like like landslide and I like nobody wants to do that at karaoke nobody wants to be like all right let me let me take the temperature down a little bit to do this really mediocre version of an (laughs) excellent song (laughs) I I don't know I think you'd you'd surprise people like you could light up a room with a a song like that because everyone knows it that's the that's the whole trick to it as soon as the first three notes play and everyone in the room goes oh you're I done. You're, I you're found set. a way to like pick up the tempo by like three times. It was like Lance Labrop. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like if it was a real giddy up high pace song that I was doing, then yeah, some sort of DJ Snake remix of Landslide. Exactly. Stay tuned for if the pandemic ever ends. <laughs> uh, we shall see. Uh, question eleven: What's the last song that you listened to? Actually, I have my phone right here. Let me check. Yeah. Check the old Spotify. The definitive answers. All Right by Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Um, Sorry, I got to let my cat in again. This is now she's <laughs> scratching at the door. Oh, okay. That's fine. BRB. I feel like I have to leave this in at this point, right? I mean... I can't. Oh, they're having a conversation. <laughs> you open the door. <laughs> he jumped up on the And now she's just going to sit in the sun behind my laptop for a while. <laughs> And gently shed on me, and that's going to be great. The comedic okay. timing of the cat jumping. It's real. It's it, Degrassi. It goes there. This is real life. Um, okay, let me move some office supplies so that she can be comfortable, of course. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay. Could you remind me of the question? Of course. Uh, what's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Hmm. I think just all the bands that got that broke up too soon or whatever. I I feel like I'm accidentally answering like three things for a question, which is probably against the rules. But um, uh, Little Green Cars broke up, and I was I was a huge fan of theirs. Bishop Allen, um, and then my. F- friend justine is in this band and she's incredible she's so good Ooh. and she just changed the name of the band and i'm i'm blanking on that but it, it was uh it was originally precious kid and she was just like incredible i'm like justine i need more music now so good i love it and believe me multiple answers i have no issue with uh, <laughs> uh but all right 13 what's a song that brings the most emotion out of you Okay. Um, crap. I forget the name of the song, but hopefully either it will come to me or somebody can tweet it at me or something. I don't know. But there's this song, and I think it's by like Sugarland or something. It's like a country song, and I don't really listen to country music, but it's, it starts off like. Um, um, it's it's like this this country s- singer and she's trying to to like make it in the music industry, 
and she's writing home to her mom and dad and she's like dear mom dad please send my and um and that's like how the song goes and then how she's talking about how she's gonna make like all of their dreams come true and everything about being a big star but then the last verse she says like dear mom dad i'll send money because like she's like made it and she's like you know giving the love back to her parents and like that makes me cry every time and um yeah so i have no idea what the song is (laughs) but um or even if it exists it's probably one of those like weird things that i've made up But it's beautiful, whatever it is. What? Uh, yeah, sounds sounds. Now, kinda... what what do what do people that is that the question that people answer the same thing? Yes, to? I got both Mary Kish, wonderful uh, Twitch streamer, and uh, Adel Rafai from Hey Riddle Riddle, uh, and a, a billion other things. Um, mm-hmm. They both said, uh, and I'm going to butcher the name of it because I truly don't remember the name. But it's a Jeff Buckley song. Something is it. Hallelujah. Oh, no. No. Well, because it's not even... Yeah, because it's the Leonard Cohen. Uh, It's like, lover, let me lay you down or something along those lines. yes, 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 yes. Um, It's... Yeah, there's like... There might be one less word in there, but I think Uh, that's... Yeah. Something something Yeah, let me mansplain you the song I don't know. (laughs) Great job, Bob. Yeah. Uh, You know, somewhere in that ballpark-ish range. Um, But yeah, they both said it in... Back to back weeks and it just blew my mind. I was like, "Wow!" And then I listened to the song and I was like, "All right, I get it. Damn. This is a powerful song." Yeah, it'd be really sad if you listen to the song. And you're like, "No, this sucks." Like, <laughs> I gotta call them. Just booing like, my screen. Listen, you're wrong, <laughs> Adel. I swear, <laughs> if you bring up more bad songs to me, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So this is like the second podcast that I've gone on after. Adel and Aaron Keefe, um, because it's like, I think, I don't know what it is. Something about them calls other people to be like, Beth is maybe similar, which is the greatest honor. And so, oh. like, the, yeah, this is in the, this in the redo podcast. Let me come on like immediately after them. And it was just like, oh man, <laughs> to be included in that Oxford comma, quite, <laughs> quite the honor. Yeah. Uh, you know, the uh, hall of, f- I'm going to put in quotations, fame. <laughs> hall, of, hall of questions. Yeah. yeah. The hall of, the illustrious hall of questions that will be shut down because I can't afford the rent on it. And that's a big <laughs> hall to rent. Uh, question 14. What's your favorite music video? It is that fat boy slim Christopher Walken. Um, what is this called? Weapon of choice, I believe. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I love it. Um, I was actually just thinking about this because uh, Freddie uh, Wong, who I'm on a podcast with, uh, and I were talking about music videos, uh, and I think we have similar tastes in them, and um, that was the one I forgot, and I felt like a real sucker for not bringing <laughs> it up because I would have seen really cool. It's just the greatest. It's like a two-sentence concept. Like Christopher Walken in hotel somehow learns the ability to fly, 
Yeah. End of description. Like, <laughs> that's the video. That's and all you need. It's the greatest yeah. thing ever. Question 15. You've got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Do I have to give it all to one charity or can I spread it out? I guess I... Uh, I would say one. Uh, I know okay. there's a ton of worthy causes. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Um, I would I would give it to NAMI, the uh, National uh, Alliance on Mental Illness. They do a great work, grassroots company that uh, is really dedicated to giving back to the community in, in terms of uh, affordable housing in addition to mental health access. So love them. Yeah. Like it, love it, gotta have it. <laughs> All the cold stone sizes. Yeah. Uh, 16, favorite holiday? Um, I gotta say Thanksgiving. I know it's a problematic thing, but um, I, uh, you know, not for, not for the colonialism and murder so much as the food um, and just like, I don't know if this makes sense, but it feels real low stakes. It feels like, mm. you know, like if if, it, if you have a sucky Thanksgiving, like that's chill. Like it's still, <laughs> it's still like the era of Thanksgiving yeah. uh, time and fall's my favorite season. So, yeah. I have no fault in any of that. That's a great answer. Uh, what's a go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Whatever gets me to seem like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't know much about coffee. I love it. I always get it. I always get it black, but not because I'm cool, just because I don't want to, like, I don't know what to add to it. I'm lactose intolerant. And, uh, although I like, uh, I like chai lattes, I think, if they have not dairy milk. So there. Okay. And can you see how this would be awkward to say to the barista, like, (laughs) I think that I would enjoy a chai latte. That's like when uh, two kids in a big adult man suit walk into a place and try to act natural. (laughs) Yeah, that's me 90% of my life. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Uh, Spell the word gray. Gray. G R E Y, I think. Unless it's Grey's Anatomy, and then it's like A Y. Of course. Yeah. Uh, 19. What's your prized possession? Hmm. I look around as if it's (laughs) near me somehow. Um. Oh, okay. I have a. I have a uh, an autographed Cabin in the Woods poster from Drew Goddard, and I'm a really big fan of uh, his writing on uh, Buffy and Lost, and uh, just big fan of his. And um, so that's cool. I'm sure I'm. You know, this is a question that I'm sure that I'm going to uh, go to sleep tonight, and it will really haunt me because I'll think <laughs> of like a much more sentimental and cool uh, object. But that's what comes to mind right now. Perfect. Plus, Cabin in the Woods rules. And anybody who worked on Lost is A-OK in my book, because that is yes. my favorite show. Uh, oh my gosh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's it, We're rare, you know? I feel like we're, like, to to have somebody who likes Lost for the entirety of what it is, is like, that's a rare thing. We are we are shining stars in a black abyss, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
We're beacons that shine every 108 minutes here for we're, the world to see. We're the lighthouse on an island, really. <laughs> Candid- oh my god, I went down a rabbit hole literally yesterday of YouTube clips of cool moments in Lost. <laughs> of like, There's so many. Of like, I gotta see that scene where, well, I guess spoilers for a show from 2006. It like ended like, in 2010 or something. Yeah, like yeah. 2004 to 2010. But I was so. like... When Anna Lucia and Libby get shot, I was like, "What a gut wrenching moment!" Oh my god! Or like when he... when um, uh, Ben goes up and stabs Jacob, and I was like, "I gotta watch!" And, and it just led down a rabbit hole of like two hours of me just like, like <laughs> watching all the clips. It was a, oh man, a magical and, and like the, when the uh, when they don't push the button and the like and the and oh. the the door slams shut for the first time. You're like, "Oh my goodness!" The little clock cl- crumbles yes. in on itself. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. That that show. That Great. show. So good. All right. The rest of these questions are now uh, about Lost, I've decided. Um, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 20. Are you competitive? Not really. Um, more, more cooperative. <laughs> Actually, I'm neither. <laughs> I, I, uh, no, I don't think I'm super competitive. Okay. Uh, 21. Do you consider golf a sport? Yes, I'm sorry. I do. I'm so sorry. Oh. I've been golfing in the in the pandemic because it's a socially distanced sport, oh, and true. Um, I'm so sorry. It's so classist and assholey. And then every time I step onto the onto the field or whatever it's called, I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm a frat boy named Brett now. This is my life, and I'm not very good at it, and it's really hard. But yeah, I do consider it a sport. That's fair. That's fair. An incorrect answer, but it's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twenty-two. Have you ever played any sports? Yeah, I played um, soccer and then um, boxing. Boxing. Was, okay. Yeah, in college. That's why you could take out that deer so well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the deer's going down. <laughs> Twenty-three. Favorite sport to watch. Um. Do do do. Probably soccer. Women's soccer. Nice. Uh, 24, theme parks. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Theme me so hard. Thrill me until I die. Kill me on a roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been escalated quite a few levels. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, keep escalating. Be the highest roller coaster ever. The largest drop. That's what I want. I love theme parks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington famous radio personality you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds a random mix of boys and girls are coming down to the ring to fight you how many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight <laughs> um okay um well bob i <laughs> would beat up so many that there would be no nine-year-olds and like it like we would have to invent the age like eight and a half to be a permanent year because there would i would just take out all the nine-year-olds it's like a hotel skip the 13th floor out of uh, superstition they yeah. would just make eight-year-olds honorary 10-year-olds because yeah, there wouldn't like, be enough like parents would be like we can't we can't have timmy turning nine because then beth will beat him up <laughs> Just um, slight look out to their their bay window, and you're standing outside of there, just like scoping them out. <laughs> yeah. 
that's truly the reputation I want to walk around with. Like, oh, Beth beats up nine-year-olds. Like, How many? All <laughs> of them. All of them. All Anybody. of them. Anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I love the answer as all of them. I'm taking that. Uh, 26, what's a game you know you can win? Are staring contest games? <laughs> Arguably the most intense game. Yes. Okay. If I'm wearing my contacts, like, yeah, I can, because I don't know, there's some sort of protective magical layer between my eyes and my prey when I'm doing a staring contest. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, 27, what topic can you discuss the most? Lost, obviously. Um, Lost and Buffy, probably. Great answers. God, the show is so good. <laughs> Juliet's at the bottom of the well and she's hitting the thing oh with the rock. Oh my God. Ugh, the fact that I had to wait like eight months before we got any answers to that too. Because I, I watched it all I almost, live. Yeah, I almost, I, I watched, let's see, I watched seasons four through six lives. So there are definitely some things that I didn't have to wait for that I would have died waiting for, but there are other things that like the gap between five and six was pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Especially going in knowing that six was the last season because they made it very clear. Like this is it. It's not like, you know, oh you have to okay, question for you. Are you a Jay is fate man? Jack Kate. Who are, who are you shipping? Oh, boy. What's the OTP here? I, I always thought Kate and Sawyer had something. I know I it's like not the healthiest. But no, like... I, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know, though. When when Kate tells Jack at the in the finale, like, tell me I'm going to see you again. And he's like, ooh. And, like, <sighs> then they kiss. Oh, my God. Best thing ever. Um, Everybody's hot in that show. So, you know, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. If I had a pairing, it was always Claire and Charlie. They were always my favorite. I love Claire and Charlie. Yes. I mean, Charlie was like kind of a dick sometimes, but oh, yeah. aren't we all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Actually, I believe for one, I forget what birth, uh, what what reason. It was either birthday or Christmas or something. I got my mom a shirt that just says, not Penny's boat on it. I, I have, I have that shirt. Yeah. I have, yeah, I have, yes. I have a shirt and then I have, um, uh, unfortunately, it completely faded off my car, but I had a Not Penny's Boat bumper sticker, too. Dang it. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> All right. People who don't listen, who don't watch Lost are just so lost. Sorry, right guys. Now. This is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Change on, that dial. Get on your Ajira flight and get the heck out of here is what I say. <laughs> uh, 28. Favorite place you've visited? Probably... Um, when I was in high school, we went to like a senior trip to Australia and New Zealand. And it was so wow. cool. I would love to go back there again. New Zealand specifically. Um, I know they don't want any Americans now or in the foreseeable future. But if they can if they can sneak a, a week or two for this Yankee, I would be very honored. <laughs> Make an exception. Yeah. Such a pretty cool place. Uh, 29. What's your catchphrase? Okay, I have I have several. None of them are mine, but I like to think that they are, and I get really uh, territorial about them. Perfect. Um, whenever somebody dies in a horrible way in a movie, I say that's how I want to go. Um, and then uh, I would say you hate to see it a lot about just anything bad that happens. So that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you had the Beth May action figure, you pull the tab. Hate yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah, you hate to see it. In this economy, I, I mean, yeah, it would be just other people's way better uh, mottos that I have co-opted <laughs> over the years. Perfect. 
Uh, 31, have you ever had anything named after you? No. I don't think so. Uh, what's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? Oh, man. Okay, so I know I said I wasn't competitive, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to go all out for Halloween uh, every year. So I've done, uh, I was, like, the house from up couple of, like in high school <laughs> um up. okay i this year i was the human centipede um last year i was sexy mr rogers i think the one i'm most proud of is um two years ago i was um i i was gwyneth paltrow's head in the box from seven oh. um and that was i i'm really proud of that one so yeah should be should be uh what's a hobby you've dedicated the most time to Probably crossword puzzles. I'm really bad at them, but I, I do them all the time. <laughs> I... uh, who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is the hardest. This is the hardest question. Oh, I have so many. Um, Hugh Jackman, uh, Michael B. Jordan, mm. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um. Yeah, we'd be here. We'd be here all day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, turn hey, listeners, I'll follow up with a long list on Twitter that exceeds 280 characters because that's how many crushes I have. <laughs> just I'm so so lonely. I just off. have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, let's see. 34. What's the strangest job you've ever had? Um, not, not a job in like the holistic sense, but one time, uh, I had an internship in like circa 2012, where as part of it, I had to document the amount of, um, merchandise a specific animated movie had. And so I had to go into every Toys R Us from here, from LA to San Diego and like, check the merchant like i feel like somebody was playing an awful prank on me ultimately but that was like that was a day that i spent wow and um yeah that you would think there's easier ways to figure that out but you like you really would you really would but um yeah i'm pretty sure my immediate manager just like hated me but um that's okay you know now i get to talk about it on podcasts it's a real you know real bright side of that of that scenario it's all worth it now um 35 what's a book you'd recommend the world to read huge huge gillian flynn fan obviously because i'm a white woman who loves true crime um i actually okay i would recommend girl through girl through glass by um by sari wilson um or sari i don't know how you pronounce it i think it's sorry um very like I would recommend that somebody like you you should probably read like the content warnings or whatever on the book before anybody goes too deep in it. But I uh I it's it's just like one of those like darkly magnetic sort of reads, like a very, very, very efficient in terms of getting you into a character's head and having mm. you stick there no matter how much you might want to escape it <laughs> so wow uh, fascinating uh let's see uh 
Nice dual side of the coin here. 36. What's a movie that always makes you laugh? Um, Airplane. <laughs> Love Airplane. That's a real, that's a real good one. <laughs> Again, le- yesterday. This is such weird kismet. I was thinking of that scene in Airplane where they form a line to shake the oh hysterical woman. Yes. <laughs> And they like cut to the line and they're the holding the woman like... at the back. Yeah, the bat at the back of the line and stuff like that. Oh man, it's so good. It's a great one. Uh, Thirty-seven. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Okay, low key. Whenever I'm talking about movies, I this is so pretentious of me, but I don't like saying like best or worst or like it, it was a good movie, it was a bad movie because I like to be like I like this movie, I didn't like this movie because it gives me an excuse for liking really bad movies and then not liking hmm. certain movies that are probably good. So um, what I'm saying is that I'm hijacking the question and I'm gonna say that maybe the question was in an alternate universe, what movie do I hate the most? And the only movie that comes to mind right now is uh the lighthouse by uh i think dave eggers and i know that it's like this masterpiece and stuff freaking hated that movie oh my god and all my roommates love it and they're like let's watch the lighthouse i'm like let's not ever again oh i hated it that was the one from last year the uh yes yeah i mean like ask me this question in 20 years i i bet i'll still be like the lighthouse god gritting your teeth just so mad at future batman uh (laughs) um 38 who's your favorite actor or actress um tatiana maslany i think she's she's just absolute she's absolutely brilliant just a total chameleon um i actually met her uh very briefly at a y concert and she was the nicest person ever but even if i hadn't or even if she was a total jerk like i just think she's um She's really incredible and gives it her all without, you know, losing herself. And I, yeah, I just have so much admiration and respect for her. Wow. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the Raptors were running through the kitchen? Almost too cool, <laughs> but not quite. <laughs> it rode the line. The perfect cool amount of cool. <laughs> uh, question 40. What's the first show as a kid you got really into? Probably all that. Um, yeah, or even Stevens. I don't know. Great. Great. 41, who should play you in a movie of your life? Whoever wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever is the sad, sad that volunteers for that job can get it. The rare open casting first come first serve yes or like all all come all serve like sort of like uh what was that bob dylan movie where just like 45 people were playing oh that's right he's not here yeah whatever i'm not there i'm not that might not be it yeah that might not be it it might be a different one like a documentary oh well yeah no anybody yeah anybody fair i want to say on the record that bob yule is playing beth may in the uh, upcoming biopic I think you could crush it, Bob. Oh, my gosh. Hollywood Insider. I can see the covers spinning up to frame right now with me confused on the cover going, what? (laughs) (laughs) I have to do what now? (laughs) And for the record, yes, I could crush it. Um, 42. Who's the biggest? Maybe we got an answer before. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Uh, 
Keanu Reeves. Whoa. I have, yeah, I have a... Um, he taught me how to make homemade popcorn, and then I forgot, and then he told me again. And it's a, it's like, it's, it's a story that's a little bit. Um, I, I will s- tell the extremely abridged version because it is like, it's like one of the wildest stories and beautiful, closest to my heart stories. But basically, um, I was working at front desk at a at a production company. He comes in. There's this huge, very embarrassing scenario that happens up front, but then after that, like settles down. He's just like waiting for his meeting and I'm at the front desk and I want to sort of like the entire like preceding 15 minutes were so awkward that I feel somewhere in my soul that I just need like I'm going to I'm going to be really mad at myself if I don't like say hi or whatever. So I was like, so do you have any good uh, weekend plans? And he's like, probably just read. And he's like the totally like the chillest cool guy ever. And um yeah, I should have answered that instead of Jim the cat. Jeez. Um, and I was, like, trying to be funny because I'm an idiot. And I was like, yeah, me too, except probably with Netflix. And then he, he said, um, do you eat popcorn while you watch Netflix? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Or, like, what did I say? I think I just said no because then he immediately was like, well, you know, you can make homemade popcorn and it's like really good when you're watching Netflix. And then he, he like told me his recipe for homemade popcorn. And um, I was like in the state of absolute like shock and awe. And so I like my head was not taking in popcorn <laughs> recipe. It was just like, okay, you know, just giving me this popcorn recipe. Um, and so at the end, I was like also trying to be funny because I was also still an idiot. And I was like, <laughs> should have written that down. And then he, was, he seemed like genuinely hurt. He was like, you didn't? And, and then he repeated it. And then I still did write it down oh, because no. I was still in the same sort of headspace. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my biggest meeting. Uh, so... A, phenomenal. <laughs> and then B, so that Keanu Reeves popcorn recipe is still like lost to time. It's still, still a mystery. Oh. I think that's, yeah. It's the bittersweet um, sort of uh, word at the end of the screen, sort of <laughs> <laughs> the afterlog, after the epilogue, um, afterward the, of the movie credits. The, like, <laughs> she did not get the popcorn <laughs> recipe. The Shawshank voiceover. Absolutely. Like, yeah. She never got that popcorn recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Still looking forward to this day. Wow. Uh, 43 TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. TV shows gotta be counterpart from, uh, from stars, JK Simmons, um, Olivia Williams crushing it. I just, I love that show. Um, and it got canceled because that's what happens. (laughs) Um, and I just very high concept sort of uh, drama, sci-fi, alternate history sort of thing, and I just like loved it. Um, and then podcast, my my friend slash I guess she's technically an acquaintance, but I'd like to be closer friends with her. Uh, Caitlin Hempstead does this comedy podcast, pod, this comedy podcast called Lizard People, and she invites comedians on to talk about like the conspiracy theories of their choice. And a lot of them are so funny. And it's like, it's just really cool how they break it down. And it was actually the first podcast that I ever, I ever like guested on. 
it was a few years ago and I cannot to this day listen. I was so nervous. I was high. I was like, I had smoked a joint before doing it. I was high. It you can tell immediately because I'm like, <laughs> like um, Finland isn't real is my conspiracy like theory. I said like like 400 times per sentence. I I I crawl up into a ball of skeleton bones when I think about how embarrassing that podcast appearance was. Oh. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what recommendations for both? And now, <laughs> I mean, I have to listen back to that episode now, knowing what I well, know I, now. I challenge anybody to last, like, five minutes of that. It's just so <laughs> awful. And, you know, it's such a cool, like, weird, bad conspiracy theory. I Also, okay, I'll add really quick. I could have done a conspiracy theory I knew something about, but no, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to do the Finland doesn't, doesn't exist thing. I'm like, I don't even know what World War II was. I don't know what geography is. And then I'm having to like tie all these, like these theories together about stuff that I literally have no idea about in order to convince somebody who is much smarter than me that I, uh, that I know about Finland. Wow. I apologize. Caitlin have said, I apologize to Finland. (laughs) in that order yes oh man uh question 44 favorite comedian um i actually don't watch or go to many stand-up shows i i guess mitch hedberg immediately comes to mind um but i unfortunately this is kind of a fucked up mentality, but when it comes to comedy, I have that like um, that mom, we have food at home sort of thing. Like a lot of my friends are like really funny and I, oh. I enjoy their company. So I know that's just so not the right answer. But like like when people are like, yeah, you want to go see the stand up show? I'm like, I've got comedy at home. I got <laughs> I got buddies at home that are pretty funny that make me laugh. I almost can't take any more laughter. You know, like I got to be sad too. cup runneth over yeah Yeah, whatever the phrase is (laughs) though mitch hedberg is in a a, yeah he's uh one half of my yearbook quote is a mitch hedberg quote from high school (laughs) that i'm very proud of (laughs) okay now i've got to hear it uh what is it i'm sick of following my dreams i'm just gonna ask where they're going and hook up with them later nice (laughs) it felt about right at the end of high school it feels right (laughs) Yeah, yeah still does um 45 best Saturday Night Live cast member. Kristen Wiig. I'm sorry. I know everybody probably says that, but I just, I love her. Oh my gosh. She's love a, her. She's a force of nature on that show. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Um, before recording a spinoff episode of, uh, Dungeons and Daddies, I, like, made the cast, like, wait around for, like, 15 minutes while I was reading this dialect paragraph that has, like, all of this, all of, like, the sounds that a certain dialect would require because I was doing, like, this this Brooklyn accent. And, <laughs> and, so, and they're like, well, you could just do it it's like a comedy thing like it doesn't have to be good but then you know i'm i'm there like reading this paragraph that makes no sense and making everybody kind of uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) yeah that counts that that counts uh 47 least favorite state um 
I think Paul Thompson had a really good tweet about this where it's like, I never thought about South Dakota until election night, but fuck South Dakota or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I'll just I'll just copy him. That's yeah. Uh, 48 best thing you've ever won. Um, ooh, uh, when I was in high school, uh, I was competing for this acting scholarship at like the thespian festival or whatever and it was like a pretty decent scholarship and it was like for this monologue um i yeah i think it was like they judged you on uh, a classical and then contemporary monologue and uh they were going to announced like the winners later that night but i told my drama teacher like i don't think i won let's just go and like so you know the class we, we all went home and then i found out like on monday that i had one <gasps> it was i was very excited and very um yeah to this day i'm like super proud and happy about it so yeah absolutely um 49 is there anything you've collected or had a collection of i collect dvds um and i collect um Ticket stubs for movies that I've seen. Hey. Been collecting since 2006. I have, yeah, a lot. What do you What do you actually do with the ticket stubs? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. <laughs> they're just like in um, a bag, loose. They're in They're in a Ziploc baggie. Um, oh, what I used to think I would do is like, and this wouldn't look good at all, but this is like, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if I had like a table with like a glass like glass top, but it's like the 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 stubs underneath or something like that. I gotcha. Um, but they'll probably just stay in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question 50 dubbed the Ryan Davis. <clears throat> it's the last of the fighting questions. I swear. Uh, <laughs> you're in a fight to the death with okay. another person equal to your size. Okay. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six inch non serrated knife. Knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Bat, obviously. I mean, you can bat. You can use defensively. You could use offensively. You can really, you know, you can really control the the fighting space with that. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Firmly team bat. I'm firmly bat. Wow. It's a bold if, choice. If you knew, <laughs> if you knew what I've done, you'd know I'm team bat. <laughs> The cops are on their way. <laughs> I do see several bloody bats in the background of your Zoom call. I didn't want to question yeah, it that's, before. Yeah, that's also what I collect. <laughs> I promise you I wouldn't interrupt the wonderful Beth May and this interview. Unless it was something important, and this is important. That is giving credit where credit is due. That credit belongs to the wonderful people who made the music you're listening to right now. The song that's playing right now is from the Mini Vandals. The song you're going to hear next is from DJ Williams. The opening song is from Diala. And the closing one is from Single Friend. It's all royalty-free. They're all wonderful folks for doing this. And, uh, hey, you know, if you want to write a five-star review for this podcast i sure would appreciate it if you want to go to tiny.cc slash 99q to get some merch i'd really appreciate that too but you know what i'd appreciate most of all if you get nice and cozy and listen to the second half of this episode
halfway through. Nice. How are we doing on time? Like, how does it, how, like, it, like, what's the shortest anybody's gone through? What's, like, the longest, like, shortest? Tell me I'm doing a good job. You're, like, you're yeah. doing a phenomenal job, okay. <laughs> first cool. off. Um, yeah, the shortest was the very first episode I did because he was like, I caught him on a very busy week and he was like, I only have an hour. Like, I have this live stream like i have to do it at five or whatever like if we can fit it in under an hour we can do it and me just oh being like gosh. glad to get any guest i was like yes yes we can do this and we just rushed through them that would actually be funny for like a like a random uh, like i don't know if you you're doing like patreon or whatever but like a like a speed round where you, you have like a buzzer that goes off every 10 seconds and then you're like <laughs> No, don't care about your childhood. Like <laughs> There was a very fun interview with uh, Ben Schwartz, who I adore. I think it's so funny. Uh, he did with uh, some website. I don't know, honestly. Um, <laughs> but they did a video interview, and it was exactly that. They just had a buzzer on the table, and they would ask him, like, so uh, when you played, you know, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, what was going through your mind during, you know, the, the casting? <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, I was a really big fan of the video game, and I want... And then they would just, like, slowly reach in and hit the buzzer, and he would just <laughs> oh go, okay, God. all right, all right. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> I would I, if I had thought of that like two weeks before that video came out. That's all I would have done because I think that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> that's so mean too. It's like I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I won't <laughs> talk about myself. But then he got in the rhythm of it, where like he got the bit, so he would start answering these questions with like super long answers, like. Well, you know, when I was a child, uh, my mother always taught me with the ambition of <laughs> click. It was like. All right. I would I would start <laughs> clicking the buzzer while they're asking questions. I would be like, Ooh, "You can play this game." A little flipping yeah. a script on them. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the so shortest has been just uh, like just under an hour. Longest was just under four hours. Holy moly! Yeah, which cannot it, fathom being in one place that long. I was exhausted but from laughing because it was a genuinely okay. super funny episode uh it's with um jeffrey james he's a comedian and actor um out of los angeles i suppose um but awesome yeah super super fun and he's got stamina clearly good for him <sighs> i <laughs> he he specified several times during that whole thing like i have nothing to do today because i was i was getting nervous like i don't want to like take up <laughs> all this time like oh, oh man i love the i love the dichotomy between like i have an hour like i have nothing going on he was like yeah he literally was like i let's go all i have is this tonight nothing else planned. yeah I, I feel like i fit squarely in the like the middle of like have nothing to do but have a little ambition yes <laughs> not to throw shade no yeah. uh, totally fine he would take it in stride um but uh this is the the personal i still don't know what to call this how many 20 episodes in or something but this is the little question for you uh so you are obviously known i think you're most well known for as you mentioned dungeons and daddies a wonderful podcast that you do yes playing uh ron stampler ron stampler uh I can't call him brave, but a father lost in a fantasy I, I think world. He's brave. He's, you know, he's brave adjacent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, very, very funny show. Very great show. Um, 
But I also know that you have a certain passion for writing and poetry that I did not know at all going into that show. Yes. How did that, not to sound too much like an Oprah interview, but how did that bloom? How did that uh, passion for writing and poetry come out? And like, where would you like that to go? Where would you like that to lead in an ideal world? Well, honestly, I I guess I should have said that for my hobby. How it came about was, um, so when I when I graduated high school, uh, I think honestly one of the biggest mistakes I've made, and sorry to get like super real, was to not have enough confidence in myself and my acting to put it as a major. And so I majored in film, and I do love writing. Like I I think I do actually love writing more than I love acting but um so i i majored in film and was finding that um even though i was minoring in theater i just wasn't getting sort of the performance aspect of my personality out there mm. and um i i wasn't very i wasn't very confident in the stuff that i was working on and writing and i uh, i passed this guy um Merlin Hepworth, actually, who's this incredible, incredible poet, like what, you know, because I feel like had I passed the uh, the Memorial Union, like watching a lot of people do poetry slam, I'd be like, well, that's something I'll never do. But I happened to um, I happened to pass by as like one of the most talented uh, poets was up there spitting. And so I signed up for like the open mic on that Friday. And then I just uh I just kept going from there. I I love hip hop. I love rap, but I'm also, you know, this white chick who just wants to talk about how sad she is, and so that you know, it definitely seemed like the right medium for me. So, yeah, um, I've got a book coming out uh, pretty soon that I'm really excited about, and then um, I was gonna do an album this year, but I think that's gonna be. Um, I love it that it's a, a very like secondary thing to uh, writing and acting for me. So. Um, yeah, it's just like it feels like a really cool hobby, not something I want to do necessarily professionally, but I, I do love it a lot. Awesome. Yeah. And I think keeping it as that secondary, uh, you know, not a career will maintain it to be more fun because it's that classic Absolutely. thing of like yeah. as soon as someone, you know, they get a job at an ice cream shop and they can't look at ice cream again because they're just sick of it. Yeah. And it's um, I think, you know, even though I'm not super competitive, I think that it allows me to appreciate it a lot more, which is great because I'm not one of the best at it. So it's like, I think if I were trying to do it as a career, I'd be like, I know, how do I get better at this? <laughs> but if, because, you know, it's just something I love to do, I'm able to really enjoy and take in other people who are super great at it. It's amazing. Yes. <clears throat> but we got a whole nother sheet of questions here. Whole nother page. Wouldn't it be funny if you said that you asked that to every every person? <laughs> like if you like if you go to the the personal question, you're like, so this is for you, and then it's like clearly about whoever you're interviewing. But it's like, yeah, we ask this to everybody. <laughs> yeah, every every single person gets. Yeah. <laughs> where did you gain your passion for <laughs> for, for poetry? poetry. From, um, uh, just nervously try to answer it politely. <laughs> Shell Silverstein, which is the right answer, but still. <laughs> uh, 51. What is your phone wallpaper right now? Oh my gosh, it's dumb. It's, um, I, I love doing like fake graphic design, like, like, like graphic design in PowerPoint and Canva that doesn't make any sense. Perfect. So it's like this blue screen 
that says, welcome to Beth's phone. The password is 1234. And then under that, it says, OMG, no, but can you imagine if it was? (laughs) An extremely on brand (laughs) wallpaper. Yeah. I mean, I've got got a piece of quote unquote art up on my wall right now that says, this is art. I paid $12,300 for it. so shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> and it's framed. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at art-wise. As well it should be. Yeah. Uh, 52. What's the last thing you Googled? Let me, let me check the history here. History. Google. Surge. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Running with a torn meniscus. <laughs> Is it the last thing that I googled? Interesting. Um, turns out you can. It turns out you can do it. What? <laughs> really? That's yes. that would seem impossible. I've never no, done appar- that. Glut- apparently, it's a. Uh, apparently, it's only like a a a pain issue, and so because oh. I, I was pretty nervous, but <laughs> I've got a marathon coming up, and I, my knee's been bothering me, and then I figured out like what was going on really, and then. So, um, yeah, just been doing a lot of doom Googling, like, what if my leg falls off and stuff like that, so. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe uh, there'll be a question coming up later, hint, hint, about (laughs) that marathon, maybe, maybe, (laughs) we'll see. Uh, 53, you have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Person. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it just—it's one of those words that like sounds like it could be a name, maybe, <laughs> like Herman, but it's like person it's called Purs for short. <laughs> yeah, person. It's, it works on many levels. I like that. Uh, Fifty-four. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Ooh, I wish Anthony was here. Uh, Anthony Birch, best wrestler knowledge boy i've ever met wow. in my entire life um i might have is, to challenge wits to yes. wits with him because i i think i've got um, something yeah i like literally know no <laughs> wrestlers so this is kind of a, a weird answer but the only professional wrestlers i know of are the guys who are in the movie like fox catcher and so like literally professional olympic wrestlers so i think like I would be this is so fucked up. I this is this is what's gonna cancel me. I would be the one who didn't get murdered. <laughs> so there. <laughs> Only because I haven't been murdered yet. So Not yet. there you go. <laughs> nope. After I'm murdered, then you can say like, oh, she really wanted to be like the other guy. People will read into the audio analysis of this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 55. What's your comfort food on a bad day? Um, I have no, I have no class, no taste when it comes to food. So I, uh, noodles with butter, with margarine. Nice. That's it. Where can you go wrong there? You got everything. You really can't. Yeah. Uh, favorite smell. I think when you're in like another person's house and they have candles, like, no matter what the candle is, it's just like, damn, that smells wonderful. <laughs> um, and then you try to get the candle, and it, like, doesn't smell the same in your house or whatever. Or it's, um, like, $19, and you just... <laughs> yeah. I- yeah, so my answer is 
other people's candles. It's, it's correct. It just says that's correct. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I thought these were opinion based, but yeah, that's correct. 57, best candy. This this question is inappropriate. There's no such thing as one best. Okay, so I guess I'll go just off the off the dome Milky Way. Milky Way. Okay. Yeah. Uh 58 worst candy. <laughs> okay. Also is... Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. Man, you love it, you hate it. <laughs> it's everything and it's nothing. Um this is also uh, a cancellation question, not a cancellation answer on my part, but because uh, Charleston shoes are referenced uh, quite frequently in Dungeons and Daddies, the podcast, somebody, uh, somebody like really sweet and really obviously caring about the podcast in a very personal way that they spent money to get Charleston shoes and sent them to our P.O. box. This like sweet, awesome person. Oh. I had tr- I tried to Charleston Chew for the first time. Like this fucking sucks. I hate it. And so, so I was, yeah. That unfortunately, that is my answer. It's like one of those candies that would be the greatest thing ever in like 1913, but in 2020, it's like what yeah. is this? I don't know. Uh, Fifty nine. What's a restaurant you would recommend? Hmm. So this is a this is a chain, but if anybody's in Tucson, um, EG's is the shit. It's where it's at. I think it's like the best like quote unquote fast food restaurant. They've got uh, hmm. they they're called EG's because there's the drink that's an EG, and it's like a sl- it's it defies description in a beautiful way, but it's like a slushy sort of thing. Um, and I would recommend going to EG's and getting. Uh, the pina colada eg or mm. if it's july because they have flavors of the month uh getting the watermelon eg so e, like the letter e the letter g E-G's, no it's or... it's actually spelled um it's spelled e as in emu <laughs> e as in emu mm-hmm. um g as in geese um and then uh, and then e e is in two emus and then s is in snake so yeah it's like e g spelled out oh, yeah. okay <laughs> they all went to animals is my favorite part of that <laughs> every <laughs> one of them um wow very cool uh 60 what's a food you've never eaten caviar i guess i Ooh. have no no real desire to or actually i mean i'll try anything once but um yeah never not so far. Okay. Okay. Uh, 61. What's the strangest food that you have eaten? Um, when we were on our school trip in Australia, I had kangaroo jerky and uh, it was actually, I really liked it. <laughs> I felt really bad. I felt like I was beating up a baby deer. <laughs> um, but, uh, they had crocodile too, which I should have tried because that would have been more like beating up a nine-year-old. Mm. Um, yeah, crocodile so. famously compared to nine-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sixty-two. What's a typical day off? I I'm pretty blessed in that I'm, you know, primarily on a podcast and a writer. So I think every day I do like 
work and then I have a little time off. So it's like I don't ever have like a full day off, which sounds like I'm a workaholic, but like, no, I'm just like, I'll just take half. Well, okay. Well, if if we lived in a world where I was a normal, good, hardworking person, I think that I would uh, sleep in, obviously, eat um, like a huge breakfast, like just something appalling, um, watch Geordie Shore, um, maybe... Hmm. Maybe like make a list of something. Big list maker. Big fan of making lists. Huh. And then uh, go for a run. Um, and then crawl back into bed. And then watch something else. And have a few beers. This yeah. This sounds like a pretty dang good day. If I say so myself. Yeah. Uh, I I have to ask, are other people's answers like, well, I'd get up at 6 a.m. and then do a workout and then I'd like... like literally whatever. none. Literally oh, okay. none of them, no. <laughs> <laughs> Those type of people I will not invite on. <laughs> Productive people. Who do you take me for? Uh, <laughs> 63, bucket list item that you have accomplished. Okay. Almost. So I'm definitely like cheating and lying here just a second. But um, I I am very close just a few weeks out from running a marathon, which has been on my bucket list for a long time. So Wow. Yeah. Or it could be three weeks out from failing one of my bucket lists. <laughs> <laughs> Next question is, what is your biggest disappointment? <laughs> well, <laughs> not entirely out of the realm. Bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Um, buying a house <laughs> in this economy, um, or okay, actually, a better answer maybe is uh, I always really, really wanted to be on uh, Inside the Actor's Studio and answer those questions. Oh yeah, yeah, that was like a third of my inspiration behind this show is those series of questions at the end. <laughs> uh it's the it's the best. Um, yeah. Oh, James Lipton, Jimmy L. Uh, name, oh, 65, uh, dubbed by previous guests, the realist question in the bunch. Oh. Name of That's a friend cute. you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's real. Oh, shit. You know, unfortunately, I feel like it's, it's like a few people, like more than I would ever want it to be. Um, somebody who comes to mind... Um, and we were like super, super close in high school. Her name's, um, Shannon Kurlander. And, um, I think now she lives in Brooklyn. She's like, she's like a, a journalist for like indie music. She's like, she's like the coolest person ever. And we were really tight in high school and then we just lost contact or whatever. And, um, but wherever she is, I, I miss her, and I think that she was, like, one of the coolest, funniest people ever. Oh. And um, I also have to give a, a shout-out to everybody I didn't just mention by name, because, unfortunately, I think that there are a lot of people oh. that I just... I'm just a shitty. I'm just a bad person, <laughs> is the thing. Yeah, there's just so much, you know? Sometimes two rivers can go in opposite directions. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 66. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Guess who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. 
Uh, 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Uh, I mean, Tony Hawk, if we're, if we're being real here. Oh. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah. One? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, or the series in see. general, <laughs> the series in general, okay. there are definitely some stinkers in there, but you know, like one, three underground two, you know, big fan. I was a big three fan myself. Oh. Um, what's something you've built with your own hands? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited that this is a question because I, um, I got a bunch of old, vhs tapes from my from my parents house the last time i was there and i like they're like why do you want these we could just throw them away i'm like i just want them i can do something with them and i'm not a good builder at all Mm -hmm. at anything but what i do is i built this um i built this like big basket to put my cases of dvds for my dvd collection in out of vhs tape with like super glue and then i made like handles out of um out of old like netflix dvd like mail thing yeah yeah and this thing is so fragile i'm always yelling at my roommates for accidentally like touching it and then it'll just fall apart <laughs> and then i but i like spent like four days with a bunch of super glue putting that thing together and then everybody who came over was like yo are you okay like because i was just like really deep into this project um looks looks awful looks shitty i'm so proud of it so it's a basket made of vhs tapes of vhs tapes that yeah. holds dvd yes Yes, yeah. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Uh, <laughs> uh, 69. Nice. Best pickup line. Um, and nice is the correct response. Yeah. I think it... <laughs> yeah, I think that's really yeah, nice. Oh, like if that's somebody a pickup says... <laughs> <line>. <laughs> Sure, yeah. Um, it, yeah, because like, that's how the key to niceness is to compliment people with the one word that's vague so if it's like i'm at a bar and somebody's like um could i get a stella or a margarita if i'm like next to him i'll be like nice and then like then we'll fall in love and you know can you tell i haven't picked up a lot of people (laughs) i could you know what I, I I wasn't quite sure if I had you at the beginning there, but mid-story, I was like, yeah, you know what? I can kind of see that working. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was in a movie theater, which granted was a very long time ago, um, but there's this guy who like lost his wallet and I was like trying to help him find it because like I honestly did like, you know, nobody wants to lose their wallet at the, the concession stand or whatever, yeah. but for some reason, he just had this vibe where I was like, if I find this guy's wallet, we will fall in love. <laughs> and um, he actually ended up finding it, so we did not fall in oh, love. But um, yeah. dang loophole. <laughs> Next time. Next time, I'll just steal the wallet. You would just like try to swat the wallet out of his hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Um... I don't this I don't know if this counts but like everybody since high school has called me just by my like full name everybody just calls me Beth May instead of Beth or mm. you know so it's I think it's the the gift and the curse of having one syllable one syllable uh name yeah. cuz I get that too I'm 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 yeah. just 
for a lot of people when I walk in a room. It's Bob Buell. <laughs> Does anybody call you BB? Hmm. No. <laughs> it's cool. I got you covered. <laughs> Thanks. BM. That's not yep. as good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Actually, that was a, definitely a, a thing in in middle school where it was like, "That's a poop. <laughs> That's a poop." Those. Uh, they learn it. They'll never unlearn it. Uh, seventy-one. Do you believe in love at first sight? Obviously, if he's missing a wallet, then yeah. Um, generally speaking, not really. I think I agree with you, including the wallet part. Uh, <laughs> seventy-two. What's a big turnoff of yours? Hmm. I think kind of like taking yourself really seriously before you've really gotten to know i that's kind of hard to describe and also like i'm here like answering 99 questions that i think oh i'm gonna answer really serious questions but um but i think if i'm like meeting somebody for the first time and i can tell he takes himself like super seriously i'm like listen we are meeting as humans we are a joke right now like like so yeah anything where i feel like i can't just be real with somebody Humble bragging, too. I'm like, if you're awesome, just say that so we can get married. <laughs> That's all it takes, people. Yeah. Get it out there. Uh, 73, do you consider yourself an artist? Unfortunately, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that I do. I take myself. Yeah, I'm I'm a turn off to myself <laughs> because I take myself too seriously and I call myself an artist. So there you go. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Literally anything. I am. I. The other thing that I Google all the time is recipes for people who can't cook and never want to learn. And it's like, I feel like such an honestly morally bad person for not cooking. Like, I feel like, like, I feel like the stigma is deserved, earned, because I am, like, a waste of space, oh, and I'm literally just eating lean cuisines. Um, so, yeah, anything I've ever tried to cook has come out extremely poorly, except for butter noodles, you know? That's why it's a comfort food. See? I knew we'd Home get dish. There. Hot <laughs> dish. Uh, 75, dubbed the Ben Hansen, after the first guest of this here program. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? Oh, suck it, Ben. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see. What a, like, <laughs> this question. It's a lot. It's, this is a lot it's of the, a question. The most hyperbolic question I, yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, um, Oh, okay. My, uh, <laughs> my my roommate sent me this meme. I'm a huge meme lover. Like anything meme wise can make me laugh. And it's a it's <laughs> it's a picture of um. It's not even funny. I don't know why. Okay, it's a picture of like a T Rex like poking a a a pterodactyl, <laughs> a pterodactyl or something. And the caption says, "Act dumb, get the thumb." <laughs> And so I, I cannot explain it. It makes me laugh so hard. And I also think that is perfect. It is art and it is the perfect piece of it's art. It's the greatest piece of art ever made. It's Stamp yes. it down in the books right now. <laughs> Get the thumb. 
Uh, <laughs> at 76. Have, <laughs> I love the, the uh, sequential nature of this. 76. <laughs> have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider to be paranormal? I feel like my honest answer to this question is no, but yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not that I can remember, but I'm sure I have. I pray that I have. I'm like, that's that's really my aesthetic is I just want to be inviting a lot of that energy into my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so no, but yes. No, somehow that makes sense, though. Yeah. Uh, 77, would you ever use a Ouija board? Hell yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I like, I fuck with that heavy. Actually, okay, so I have one. It's like in the corner <gasps> of my room right now. It's yeah. floating and, um, off the ground. As we speak. <laughs> no, like, okay, we actually, paranormal ish thing oh, is like, boy. I had lost my planchette for the Ouija, but not like, I, I feel like people are going to listen to this like, oh yeah, Beth gets out that Ouija board every weekend. <laughs> but no, it's just like, it's just kind of a fun decoration. But when I was moving, uh, to LA, I thought that I had like lost the planchette, which is the thing that you put on the Ouija board that the ghost. The little triangle <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, yeah, the little triangle thing. And um, I set my my Ouija board <laughs> like uh, to the side of this box. And when I came back into the room after going downstairs, it had like fallen off the box, obviously because of like gravity. <laughs> but um, I was like, oh, that's weird. And then that. Uh, that same like hour or so I found the planchette and it was in like something I it was like in a lunchbox or something I never would have thought that it would be in so definitely was it hovering over and a word in the lunchbox the thing that- is I like I, I found a string in my mouth and I started pulling on it and that's how the planchette came out <gasps> and it said like you're next and yeah it was <laughs> probably nothing it was to real chill too, too yeah. much yeah you're good <laughs> uh, 78 simply why? Because it was there, said Sir Hillary something about Mount Everest. Hillary Duff <laughs> about Mount Everest. Yeah. Hil- Hillary Duff climbed Mount Everest. There we go. Everyone knows it. Learn your yeah. history, <laughs> people. Come on. Uh, 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? Damn. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of time travel is built to, like, save the world, but I feel like I wouldn't be the person for that job, you know? So, like, I, I feel like they wouldn't trust me to, like, um, you know, stop World War II from, ha- you know, to kill baby Hitler or whatever. But um, I think I would go to, like, turn of the century England sometime that feels, like, very, like, serial killery but um or actually like okay whatever the farthest back i could go while there are still decent feminine hygiene products i think is where i would where i'm at ultimately 1980 so, so like last yeah. year <laughs> i would go to september of 2019 it seemed okay well, yeah. you know six out of ten but <laughs> had good wi-fi <laughs> but amazon sold tampons that they would just show up at your house so, yeah that's that's probably as far back as i would go <laughs> it's more than fair 
I still think I might make the change eventually because a previous guest said you should change that question to if given the chance and you were a rich white man, when would you time travel to? <laughs> that's actually a very good. Yeah, that's like a very, very good uh, addition to that. I think I actually yeah. might because that's a pretty good addendum to that. Yeah. Um, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Yeah. Um, when I was like 24, I started really taking my, uh, mental health seriously, started being more compliant with medicine and stuff like that. And just really got my life together because <laughs> it hadn't been together for the previous, uh, years. And so, yeah, I feel like that was uh and while I haven't always like like rigidly stuck with it, I feel like I it's definitely changed my quality of life and, you know, who I see myself as. Awesome. Yeah. Uh 81, what game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Ooh. Um I wish I was like smart enough for the smart people ones, but I I think Family Feud. If I was like the whole family, because I I like I unfortunately feel like I would be kind of a control freak and not be. I would be like oh, I have the best answer for this or whatever. So single single person Family Feud. I think I could be pretty killer at <laughs> just you rapidly jumping to each spot in the line. Yeah, I just I feel like I get the American psyche. You know, I just feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm a family. America, when you're here, you're family. Uh, if only that were true. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, 82. What's a quote that you love? Oh, man. Okay. I'm staring at this quote right now. It's super cheesy. And I have it on my whiteboard because uh, I was working on this thing that was, I was writing this thing that was really hard. And I was, um, yeah. So basically it's a quote from Sunday in the Park with George uh, hey. by by Sondheim. And it says, uh, it's from the song Move On. It says, everything you do, let it come from you. And then it will be new. Give us more to see. And that like, you know, that sounds really dumb and like susical out of context. But I think it's like, oh, it's just... It, that song particularly says so much about art that could never be. Yeah. Could you just, you, you know, that's why they pay him the big bucks. He says what everybody wishes they even knew that they were feeling. So this one, it. this one's for Sondheim. <laughs> Shout outs to my boy yeah. Sondheim. Yeah. Uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? <sighs> BB. I got so many good shirts. Oh my gosh. I like, especially in the, the pandemic where I don't have to dress like a human person, I can only wear like, you know, night shirts, basic or like, you know, like, like boys size small shirts <laughs> instead of like the women's size medium with nice scoop necks that I love when mm. I go out. But um, I love like really, <laughs> I love like wearing uh, real misogynistic t-shirts like around the house because it makes like people kind of like so I have this shirt that says cool story babe now make me a sandwich <laughs> that I, I love wearing um yeah so uh Will from Dungeons and Daddies gave me a, a shirt that says word art because I had a, a shirt that says comic sans and um yeah I love like dumb sh shirts are like where it's at for me I love dumb shirts that's all right, I'll give you two that I have that are extremely in that category. Okay. One is just a black shirt that just, in white writing, just says the word pants on it. 
<laughs> which literally took me like five years to find. I saw someone selling water bottles at the side of the highway wearing that shirt once, and I oh was my like, God. I like made a mental note, like I need to find that. I need to find that shirt, and I did like five years later, and I nice. love it. And then the other one is a picture of a football, and it just says soccer. <laughs> I like that. Um, I've got one from like whenever the second Twilight movie came out. So it's like it's an old shirt. It's seen better days, but uh, it says "Team Guy Who Almost Hit Bella with a Minivan" or something. Like <laughs> it was very much during the Team Jacob, Team Edward uh, era. And um, yeah, I actually I like my dream ultimately in life is to make a, a t-shirt quilt i don't know if you've heard of those oh, things yeah, like yeah. a t-shirt quilt out of like super misogynistic like t-shirts that are like inappropriate oh. like like orgasm donor and like <laughs> she, like an arrow to the love like she loves the cock like i like that's what i want is like a a, a, a t-shirt quilt of like awful shirts <laughs> like being very comfortable <laughs> surrounded by all of that is yeah. a real mood yes <laughs> oh that's great that's a that's a goal I think you've got in the can, but I I like it. Uh, Eighty four. Would you change your middle name? No, I love my middle name. Ooh. Um, it uh, it's a it's a family name. It's actually my mom's middle name as well, and I think it was her grandfather's first name. I think so. Um, yeah, we got a, we got a lot of it, and uh, it's it's Brooks, by the way. So it's. Oh, that is nice. Beth Brooks, May. It rolls. It rolls. Um, 85, what's a good impression you can do? <laughs> I cannot do any good impressions. I love thinking that I'm super good at impressions, but I'm actually genuinely not. I, let's see, I texted... Shoot, I texted Freddie the other day <laughs> that I was like, I have a really good impression, and now I can't remember what the impression was supposed to be. Of. Oh, boy. I'm Sorry, let me just go through my... No, this is, this is more important. I want to know what this is now. <laughs> Freddie, next time we talk, you need to hear my Keanu Reeves impression in Dracula. <laughs> And I don't even know, like, what it, I mean, this was from a couple weeks ago. I don't know what I was thinking where it was like, yeah, I can do that. But, um. Can you, can you give an attempt? Just. Let me see. Okay, wait. He, he'd be like, my dearest Mina. Like, <laughs> like he's just, like, very much like, uh, he, he talks like he has, um, like a metal cage stuck in his lungs and sort of is like very probably yeah like honestly bob if you have just a second i'm gonna pull up like a quote from imdb please please <laughs> from bram stoker's dracula yes uh, also literally yesterday i was i was watching air force one with my friends because why not Best and it, movie. And it has ever. Gary Oldman as the villain in it. And we were making yes. all these Bram Stoker's Dracula jokes. <laughs> He's, man, he went for He always like, just absolutely goes for it. But... He does. We are also joking that Harrison Ford's name in that movie is Mr. Jim American America President. <laughs> <laughs> so every time they called him Mr. President, that they were actually calling him by his proper last name. That really made me <laughs> chuckle at about 11 p.m. last night. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish this was one of the, the letters, but okay, here. I have offended you with my ignorance, Count. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, not, you know, I'm, I am a, a firm believer in that, you know, it's not the, it, it doesn't have to be a good impression if you get the vibe, you know, if you get the vibe right, I think that's it. That's it. Oh, Keanu. Your popcorn. I'm still... Yeah, who would have thought he would come up twice? And... <laughs> I love the the threads that yeah. naturally form. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I would get anything tattooed on me, honestly. Wow. Um, although, okay, actually, in hindsight, in... In high school, I thought it would be really funny to get a um, a tattoo on my butt that said your name here. But now I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. That would be pretty funny. But yeah, also <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, yeah. Listen, you know, the night is young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 87. How would you describe your 16 year old self? Oh, um, she is super awkward and super, um, worst sense of fashion clothing in the entire world. Um, just like not sure of where she fits in the universe and super like, uh, like, like low key, the only I don't want to throw shade on her all night, but like the only thing is she I think she was kind of funny for her age. I feel like I'm I'm doing the the waitress song like <laughs> she used to be mine. Um but yeah, not like just kind of like wasn't sad, but like looking back I'm like damn sad. Like <laughs> like <laughs> just not not me, you know? My 16-year-old self was not me. So if you knew me in high school, Please expand your horizon. Yeah, no wonder I lose lose touch with so many people. I'm like, I don't want them to think about like, yeah. I don't want I don't want them to have evidence of who. <laughs> I don't want anybody around who knew me in high school. Have evidence of me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's such a great way to word it. Uh, Eighty eight. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Um. When I was when I was sixteen, I, um, I broke my ankle really badly, and I Ooh. had uh, I had to get surgery on it. And from that surgery, I had like nerve damage. So I got this thing uh, called CRPS, which is like chronic regional pain syndrome. And I think I don't know if it's I don't know if it's still called that, but it was basically like my foot would get really swollen and blue and just like and it was like I was really devastated for a while because I couldn't there wasn't like a known cure for it really but I ended up getting like a lot of like these nerve blocks that really like sort of reset my 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 nerves in my foot and I I swear I like I was I didn't walk right until like college but um now like now I've pretty much fine although it's it's got one of the i don't know if you have you ever like sprained an ankle and then you've got like the perma swell yes yeah okay yeah so definitely got some perma swell on that ankle but um yeah that was that was a couple rough years with wow. that <laughs> sounds it yeah 
Uh, let's see. 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Interrupting people or not listening to people as much as I, or like not sharing a conversation as much as I can, I guess. So that's why I want to come on to more podcasts where it's just me answering questions. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, I've tr- I've treated too many conversations in real life like just 99 questions about me. So, yeah, trying to break that. That's the magic of this show. It's all just take the time. <laughs> Let it out. Uh, let's see. Question 90. Have you ever lied on your resume? N- no, not in the sense of an actual job, more in the sense of like the the verbs like i didn't facilitate anything at blockbuster i wasn't like (laughs) managing i wasn't like running interference or like uh (laughs) discoursing discussing i don't know yeah i wasn't yeah all that all those uh thesaurus words that i peppered my resume with probably weren't uh weren't whole truths so maybe punched up a little, but not quite yeah. lie yeah. category. Okay, okay. Uh, 91, have you ever punched someone in the face? Yes. Ooh. Not outside of a boxing ring. Oh, Although, okay. sometimes when I see people being mean, specifically like men being mean to women or men being mean in general, I think... I can make a baby deer out of that man. <laughs> I can really, I can really beat him up. Um, if there's haven't one yet, sound though. bite taken from this episode, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I have. Okay, okay. Uh, Ninety-two. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-three. When was the last time you cried? Oh man, ABC always be crying. I cry so often. Um, I watched The Fountain last night, and I cry every time I watch that movie. Um, so so sad. I also almost cried the other day when I got like bad news via like a text message while I <laughs> while I was on the phone with this like financial guy from Fidelity talking about like trying to learn like anything about financial literacy, but I like catch like this text on my phone while I'm on the phone with him and I'm like trying to like kind of hold it together oh, no. <laughs> but, I, but I'm just like oh, Roth IRA yeah <laughs> sounds like the way to go um so yeah but always always crying wow uh 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again again probably jumping the gun by three weeks but this marathon <laughs> It's a lot of miles. A lot of miles, yeah. Too many, one might say. I would say. I would say. I'm like, who came up with that? What's <laughs> wrong with you? I did a 5K once, and I was like, this seems too much. <laughs> like, this seems yeah, exhausting. <laughs> I only did it because it was sponsored by a beer company, and they had a whole <laughs> beer well, yeah, no, no, party at the end. No way to yeah rehydrate like a, a big old... Logger. I'm a Sam Adams after you've just ran. Let's make the whole thing a net zero in terms of yeah. cardio. Um, 95, best compliment you've ever received. 
uh, when when uh, people have told me that I am a good friend, that means a lot to me because I, mm. I I try to be and I'm not always, but I yeah, that's something that like uh, would be really important to me. So when people have told me, that means like a lot to me. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, 96, tell me a joke. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, I... Damn, in this economy, we really don't have, like, jokes anymore. <laughs> I just realized that we don't have, like, you know, sort of, like, jokes, like, from third grade anymore. Um, Who could afford them? Oh, okay, okay. Um, Again, this is, like, a very dumb inside roommate thing but we do these like knock knock jokes that aren't jokes like listen you're not gonna laugh at this but i'm gonna tell it to you anyway um okay knock knock who's there interrupting cow interrupting cow. i'm so sorry oh my god are you doing something right now i'm so sorry i can leave i can leave and come back okay no okay are you busy okay (laughs) that's good that's good (laughs) Uh, 97. 97 used to be a question that I wrote that wasn't uh, very good. So I've replaced what it. What was it though? It was... I won't answer it. I want, I know it's against the law for me to answer it, but what okay. was it? You'll be promptly arrested. Okay. Uh, it was tell me a lie. Oh, nice. But it ended up mostly being people just telling me a truth with the word, like I have not in front of it Damn. <laughs> because it's like, what else is there? Um, so now I have replaced it with the listener question of the week. Oh, uh, wow. And if any wonderful listeners have a question that they would like to have read out on the show, it's 99. And of course, Beth, we know that's the number 99 questions pod at gmail.com or on Twitter. Uh, so this question is from Holden Hints. Thank you, Holden. Uh, and I was hoping this would uh, come up at some point because he mentioned the marathon and I wasn't sure if he was being truthful that you were running a marathon. Oh, wait, this is like specifically about me? This is for you. Oh, wow. Holden Holtz. Wait, am I saying that right? Uh, Holden Hints. Hints. Sorry. Sorry, Holden. Okay, Holden Hints. Thank you for <laughs> caring about me. <laughs> might have been one of the ones suggesting you be on the show. Oh, my gosh. So. Thank you for giving me attention, obviously. <laughs> 99 questions. Okay. With tackling one of your lifelong goals of finishing a marathon in December, how do you push through that tiny voice in the back of your head that tells you to quit, and how do you deal with failure when you listen to it? Very oh, deep God. question. Oh, this is a hella deep question. Yeah, but and I, it's I also, loved it so much. It's also such a hard question to ask when I have not completed it yet. <laughs> so it's like, I imagine me giving this like really thoughtful, like really confident sort of um, transcendent answer. And then like a month from now, like, yeah, sorry, I broke every bone in my body on <laughs> mile four or something. Um, I think <laughs> so far it's... Um, I, I and this is mainly specifically for the marathon. I I think there are other ways of saying stuff like this for other pursuits in life, but I think like the I tell the voice in my head that's like, Oh, stop, go back home that it's okay to be uncomfortable and Ooh. um so to just sort of like chill with that for a while and then um I mean, yeah, as I've been 
having problems with like my knee and stuff like that googling <laughs> googling uh <laughs> bizarre stuff i yeah i'm definitely i'm terrified that i might not be able to to finish it and i've had several um i've had several times when i was doing my long run that i would get about like five miles away from home out of like a 16 mile run and i'd be like shoot should i call somebody and like you know once or twice i did i was like i can't go any further you need to come pick me up and then uh you know uh i think a couple weeks ago i was doing an 18 mile run and i got five miles in and my knee was killing me and i had to like turn around and go back home because i could barely walk even and when i was when i was walking back home at first i was so disappointed in myself and i was just so like uh i was really gutted by uh i don't know not not doing it but then you know i i i was the cheesy voice in my head was just like okay well you know tomorrow's a new day just you just do it tomorrow maybe um so obviously you can't do that day of marathon but i think hopefully i'll put all the effort towards uh forgiving the voice in my head the day after the marathon <laughs> for better or worse amazing yes and i know i believe you can do it and i know holden thank there you. believes you can do it <laughs> thank you holden thank you bb it's what we do it's what we do we have breaking news here from the 99 questions newsroom i'm just being handed this piece of paper from one of our pyro boy interns and they're telling me that officially even though this interview was recorded several weeks ago officially as of december 5th the year of our lord 2020 beth may has successfully completed her marathon the first and last marathon has been completed successfully and uh, all of us here at 99 questions give her a hearty bravo and congratulations now let's get back to the show. Uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Damn. Mm-hmm. Also a real question. <laughs> um, I, weirdly enough, I feel like, um, I feel like, being in LA and then finding the group of friends that I currently have and being really in love with the people around me, um, it gave me space to sort of not become the person I am, but sort of, you know, love the person that I am. So like sort of, uh, be okay for the first time with the person that I am. So I think, you know, finding, finding people to look around and say, um, these are great people that I look up to and I love spending time with them has given me a lot of space to spend time in my own head and be chill with that, I guess. So (laughs) fantastic. All right. The titular question. Oh man. 99. What do you want to be remembered for? Oh, um, probably, Probably like punching a bunch of nine-year-olds, honestly. <laughs> in the annals of history, if my if my picture is in black and white next to just like 
a pile of nine-year-olds. <laughs> I, that's living. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the Captain Morgan pose on just a Absolutely. mountainous hill of nine-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, a Mount Everest of nine-year-olds, and then I'll climb it because it was there. You know, quote by Hilary Duff about Mount Everest. Okay. A- well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Beth. We did it. I got no more questions for you. Awesome. We're fresh well, out. That wasn't so hard. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy is what I say. Well, Bob, thank you so much for having me on. This is really fun. And I, I say that as somebody who talks about themselves all the time. So this is especially fun. This was tremendous. Thank you so much for doing it. And uh, is there anything you want to plug? Is there anything you want to put into the ears of all of our wonderful listeners here? Uh, the floor is yours here. Um, yay. Okay, so I'm on a podcast called Dungeons and Daddies, which is not a BDSM podcast. It's a D&D improv comedy-ish podcast. Uh, um, I'm doing... I, I'm doing a mar- so like the story behind the marathon is that m- the marathon that I had signed up for got canceled. So now I am doing my own solo marathon that doesn't count for anything. But I'm doing it to uh, to raise money um, for the NAMI uh, COVID nineteen relief fund. So basically, this is I I say this because running has meant a lot to uh, maintaining my own mental health and. And uh, so, you know, NAMI is an organization that I I really respect and want to give them as much moolah as possible. So I'm selling uh, T-shirts that you can find on Twitter or my Instagram, or you could go even easier to bonfire.com slash marathon. That's May like the month and then marathon, but like without the (laughs) M-A. So... um, and uh, get get a cool shirt there that I, um, you know, from the creator of such art as this this uh, this drawing cost twelve thousand dollars is a graphic design t shirt that I made, and uh, you could buy that and then give money to charity and um, then feel good about yourself and then yeah, um, other thing I want to put out into the ether is that like. I don't know. I I know that this has been a really tough year for a lot of people and to just, you know, um, give yourself credit if you're listening for hanging in there. And, you know, there's this won't last forever, even if it feels like it's going to last forever. And, you know, be yourself, be kind, stuff like that. Live it up. YOLO. (laughs) Yeah. Ultimately, I want to leave them with YOLO. YOLO indeed Beth May an absolute treasure I love talking to her I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did but the red light is on it's last call and we gotta figure out what we learned here today we learned that the quickest way to make a baby dear of someone's heart is to find their lost wallet and I don't mean like lost like a themed wallet like with a Dharma logo or something on it but I, I, I think you know what I meant. We learned that if Beth really is two children stacked on top of each other in an adult-sized outfit, one of those kids might be a zoologist and the other might be a spy. So, really a triple threat here. We learned that Hillary Duff climbed Mount Everest. She would have climbed K2 also, but it was just so yesterday. 
but I gotta go make some popcorn with Keanu Reeves and watch the nine-year-old punching competition. I will see you guys in another life, brother. Or probably more likely in two weeks when our next episode comes out. So this is your host, BB, saying thank you and good night.